This is Slashers, your new favorite podcast about your new favorite horror media. My name is Adrian, and with me as always are my esteemed colleagues, co-hosts, and cohorts, Jake and Doug. Boys, say hello to the mutant goons from beyond. Hello, everyone. My name is Jake. Hi, all you mutant goons from beyond. It's Doug. We're about to get into some horror, W-H-O-R-E nights. Uh, as kinky as that is, it's, it's expensive. Yeah. Let, let's play a game for the people watching the video version of us. Let's see how high we can arch our eyebrows and let's see who wins. This is great content for the uh, for the audio only listeners. Ready? Oh, Who's man. winning? Who's uh, winning? I right. think <laughs> you like arch them high. There you go. Yeah, you got the uh, well, you see, you could paint your eyebrows down. Uh, yeah, that's bullshit. You got your performance enhancing drugs over there. I'm trying to pull the double rock eyebrow here and it's not working. No, well, see, now this kind of reminds me of a song. Uh, what's that song by that famous person, uh, Shine Bright Like My Forehead? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. It died. Uh, Which okay. would fit the rock now that he's bald. Is, oh, my God. There's a Rihanna meme called Shine. Oh, oh, pobrecita. Oh. oh, shit. She looks like a ridgeless Klingon in this picture. Oh, how high are her eyebrows? Well, her eyebrows aren't. Her forehead is. Um, well, you know, you posted that meme of, of this Devin Sawa Sour Patch. <laughs> I'm like, man, there's so much oil in this. That's probably what they use on his forehead to make the Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, he actually liked that on Twitter, by the way. Oh, he did. He did, yeah. okay. I hope he doesn't listen to the episode and find out how much I just didn't like. And there's a there's a thing. It's not that I actively dislike Devin Sawa. I just don't like Devin Sawa. There you go. I thought he did good in... Uh, the final destination. I thought he did pretty good in that. Everything else, like, eh. Yeah, he's adequate. Well, you commented on his looks, so. Yeah, he looks entirely average. Like, he's like, he's a better looking older guy. As a Jake younger is guy, he's such normal. a hater. He's like <laughs> no. a young uh, James Bond, or who's, who's the new guy playing 007? Oh, Daniel now? Craig? Yeah. Daniel Craig's ears are fun, aren't they? They kind of remind me of a gargoyle. <laughs> okay, so fun story before we get into what we're getting into. So Daniel Craig, I never thought he was anything special until I saw the girl with the dragon tattoo because he looks so cute in those little underwears when she like pins him down on the bed. So that's my that's my oh, Daniel you, Craig when story. When they recreate the doctor uh, was Dr. No, where he's coming out of the beach with his little spangly briefs in uh, in which Bond movie is that? They all blend together now, but he... Was he in his underwear in that one too? Yeah, well, it's supposed to be a quote unquote swimsuit, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I see your peas and carrots there. Yeah, his his ass was eating his shorts. So. Well, I thought he looked better in Girl with Dragon Tattoo. So anything's better why. than the Bond movies, for Christ's sake. Casino Royale's like awesome, and then everyone since then just like, oh, this is supposed to be a plot. Nah, I know they're fine. Well, it's just it, what does it in for me is getting shot and no blood. I'm like, ah, what the hell? Yeah, what the fuck is that? It's not like you're getting shot with a tranquilizer dart, and if you were. Put it in the narrative, assholes. I think there's more blood in the video. Remember the 007 game on N64? That was so Golden fun. Eye. I used to have the cutest little gun. I'd go find it and like shoot my brother. Couldn't wait. Well, have you played that game recently again? The controls are just like, holy shit. <laughs> no. So my favorite game of all time is Time Splitter's Future Perfect, which was made by Free Radical. They had done Perfect Dark and GoldenEye. So that kind of weird floatiness to the way that you turn is like my perfect style of game, but I never played Goldeneye. So I'm, mm. but what's really cool about Time Splitter is you can make your own levels and it has all the weapons from it. So back when I had, you know, the original Xbox, I actually just recently played this on my birthday, funny enough. You can re- recreate levels. And so I would recreate like spy levels to play as a monkey robot called RoboChimp. Mm. Oh, RoboCop, I found your partner, RoboChimp. <laughs> <laughs> and Lewis is sitting there all jealous, glaring at it. Yeah, well, that could be like those 90s movies. Remember when 90s movies always had, uh, like, not apes, but uh, the orangutan characters in there? Oh, yeah, Duncan checks in. Yeah, going bananas and all that stuff. Born to be wild. Oh, that was a good one. Born to be wild supremacy. Oh, (laughs) that's the movie I want to see. I can't. Oh my god. Anyway, so this is our second episode, gentlemen, of Talktober this month. So the reason I intro the episode for those of you who are listening is because this is my my topic. Yay! Yay! I have a topic. And if you didn't couldn't tell if you're watching the video, it's actually on Halloween Horror Nights because I went this well, I went this year after last year being on a hiatus due to current events present 
events. More like a low atis, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I had a splurge again this year. Well, so every year I go. And I've probably gone every year since I was 16. I don't know about you guys. So when have you like, do you you go every year? Is it something you like to do? Well, I didn't start doing it until I moved to California. Yeah. And and the thing is, I was doing Not Scary Farm first because it was cheaper. Very fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and I do like not scary farm too. So that's a whole other thing, but that's, you know, Florida doesn't have that, but uh, no Horror Nights was, it's very fun because it's movie themed. And I feel like they go really into detail. Granted, you know, the scariest thing is probably the the prices of food, but you know. <laughs> well, that's interesting you say that because I actually want to talk about the, you know, all the little nitty gritty things and, and like the food costs and stuff, because actually I felt when I went the other night, everything was a lot cheaper this year than it usually is. Really? I felt it would have been the opposite, trying to make up for all that money they lost. Yeah, I, I nearly shit my pants when I went in the parking garage. $28 to park. Oh, no, I took an Uber. I don't pay to park. <laughs> $28. Get the fuck out. The $17 Uber to get there. Um, and then I don't, and even if you go, so I don't know, do you guys have a city walk at your Universal? Do you yeah. have hotels and everything? Mm-hmm. We do. There's a big gorilla and so in the bubble walking distance right oh yeah we have a public gum it sucks so a little thing that i do and i don't know if it's the same here but it's actually cheaper to park at the hotels and walk through city walk than it is to park in the parking garage makes a lot of sense so i think the hotel, i think the hard rock is the closest one it, like as soon as you go in through the back it lets you out right next to the entrance of universal um not not iowa because there's other hotels closer to iowa but it lets you in right to universal and just walk right in you don't have to walk through city walk and it's like 17 bucks i think to park or 20 bucks so for those of you in florida listening do not park in the parking garage but anyway so that's interesting so you guys have all of that and so how much were tickets for you when you went doug um, when I went, well, this is another thing I would I would strongly recommend. I don't know how it is in Florida, but in California, pay the extra forty dollars to get the express tickets because it is the lines were no less than ninety minutes to wait. So with the express one, you know, you could just go right in. I think it was it was one hundred and twenty bucks. I think all together. All together, yeah. See, okay, that's where I think they got me because it's eighty nine ninety nine just for the ticket. And then another hundred and twenty for the fast pass. Oh no, no, the fast pass. Yeah, it was just for, it was eighty nine ninety nine, and then forty bucks for, extra for the fast pass. Oh, so. that's so cheap. Yeah, no, it, they and it was a hundred and twenty for Friday night, which is why we went Friday night because I think it went up to almost two hundred on Saturday plus the price of the ticket. And I have your passes, but it's not included. So of course not, scum sucking pigs. Fuck you in the ass. So. Actually, funny enough, we're doing Disneyland tomorrow for like the horror stuff, and we have the passes, so we're going. And then, not included in that is the you know Halloween stuff. That was like a huge determining factor. My wife finally pulling the trigger because she was, dude, she was like negotiating with me and bargaining. And what if we give up this? And what do we do that? And the only person who lost anything was my gardener. I lost my gardening services, so now on Saturday mornings I get to go take my hedge clippers out and do all that, so my wife can have a Disneyland pass. But it was like, well, we're already going on October 7th, spoilers to when we record the show, and we're going to be there, and we're not going to be able to get in the rest of the day, so we might as well make it a rest of the day thing. And that's what did it. So that's how tightly we're pinching pennies. So if you're giving us Patreon money, it is being well spent and scrutinized by my wife, who is exploiting me and my lack of patience. Don't know how I got conned into that. think she just wore me down. Oh man! Well, that's why you got to get rock rock lawns. You ever seen rock lawns? You just pour rocks in your front lawn. No, that's grass. what I had. Yeah, now we have the fake grass, but now the tree does the leaves. I like a bucket of leaves a day. Then I have the clippings. Then I have like the, I live in the dust bowl. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Uh, Woody Guthrie wrote some songs about my house. Oh yeah, well you get your dust bowl right here, and uh, you know right off of Arrow High where I'm at, it's just twisted metal. So you get car pieces flying and dust flying in the window. So I think your Animal Crossing scenario is a little better than dust. <laughs> I love the idea of you putting on leather clothes like James Woods and vampires, and just walking around grabbing your junk, saying, "Hey Padre, hey 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 hey, anybody." Oh, yeah. Season, you are season. Yeah, I could walk out there and, and do that. I, you know, people probably wouldn't bat an eye to me. There's a crazy guy who swings a looks like a metal thing from Target, uh, like a giant blade, and he screams. He's like, "Jesus loves you, fuck you." Yeah. He was out there screaming last night. Mister yeah. Pete stares at him out the window, staring at the cheese man. 
full of Christ love, right? I need to go to Doug's neighborhood. Like I just have homeless crackheads like naked in the streets, but Doug has all of these characters. Like yeah. how exciting is that? It sounds like Aid lives more in Grand Theft Auto and Doug lives more in Manhunt. If you're a fan of Rockstar <laughs> games. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, that's a, yeah. In fact, I've heard people walking around here at night cause we have our trash cans that people dig through yep. and someone just said, uh, what do you say? I'll have you bleeding from every hole. So, oh, that's a, that's a charmer. Yeah, so I tell you, I'm like, should we call the cops? You're like, no, he'll be gone in a little bit. I'm like, well, what if some little old lady throws away trash at three in the morning? Well, she'll be bleeding from every hole, <laughs> which <laughs> might not have happened for a while if she's already gone through menopause. Uh, it's Barbara. She doesn't care. She's, she's always comes out. She's like, hey, you, your Halloween decorations are still up and it's November 2nd. Quick question. If Barbara Crampton goes through menopause, will she just be Barbara Tun? Yeah, she's got cramps now. <laughs> <laughs> the look on Adrian's face. She hates me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's 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 just like veer back anyways. Back to the topic at hand and enough with cramps. <laughs> so I just wanted to ask you guys, when was like the first time that you went to Halloween Horror Nights? I guess Doug, you didn't really go as a kid then, is what you're saying. No, I didn't, but I could tell you the first time I went to Horror Nights, and it was uh th- this girl I took um back when I used to work at the Arclight Cinemas, like once I got out of the military, I worked there and I wanted to take this girl out on a date. And she's like, Okay, yeah, take me on a date. So we were doing we went to Buka the Depot. I called ah. it that because it was a <laughs> fan of Depo Provera. So, yeah, I got to promote Buca de Beppo. But, yeah, and the thing is I took her to Horror Nights, and then she's just, I'm scared of everything. I'm scared of everything. And uh, finally, like, af- afterwards, uh, she's like, okay, thanks. It was it was great. Thank you for buying me the ticket. I'm moving. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. She's like, no, I'm moving out of state. So that was my first time ever at Halloween Horror Nights. So it was kind of like a bad, one of those dates gone wrong. You know, and they, they like go out and they're just like, oh, I'm hiding. I'm, I'm hiding out in the bathroom because I'm scared of those chainsaw monsters. I'm like, well, it's the point. So if you're into horror, don't date someone who's not into horror, I guess. That's the worst when somebody lacks like they're, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm cool. I'll fluff, go with the flow. And then they're just shitty the whole time. Don't be mm-hmm. that person. If you mm-hmm. don't want to go to a heavy metal show, don't go to a heavy metal show. Like the amount of times I've had to sit and like waste my time protecting people in a mosh pit. I'm just like, fuck off. Like, oh, who does that? I just wish that like I could go back in time and tell myself in my 20s I had no obligation to anyone because it always felt like I had to be responsible. I had to be conscientious and had to worry and take care of people and, and be patient in those situations. If you're a young person, you know, we have some young listeners, whippersnappers like Cameron. If somebody take goes on a date, you just leave them. They have a cell phone and you just go, hey, you could just stay in this toilet. I'm going to go through the mazes. I'll just see you never. Goodbye. Enjoy the free ticket. That's my recommendation. Yeah, well, this is... Uh, well, am I starting to date myself now? But no, this is back when Metro PCS first came out. I had a... um, when It looked like a BlackBerry phone. Oh, sidekick? Like a, Did it spin out? No, it didn't spin out. It was one of the cheap ones. The, the Huawei Pinnacle or something like that. So Neat. But uh, yeah, and, and that's the thing too. I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, when you do that, it's like you can't have a good time Yep. Because you got to worry if the other person's having a good time. And that's how it was for so my first experience with Hornets. And it was fucking expensive back then, too. What was that, 2012 or 13? Yeah. yeah, 2012. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, and exactly. That's exactly true. And, and Jake, do you go now? I haven't gone in a while. My wife doesn't do that kind of stuff. So if I do Halloween things, it's usually like cutesy stuff. I, I didn't realize how high maintenance my wife was when we got together. Like we always did fun stuff and everything. But the great thing is, is she gives me an entire season of hockey because we have season tickets to the local AHL team. So for however much I complain about not going out to events and stuff, a, I don't want to pay anybody for a signature. That's just me. If you're into that, fucking God bless you. You know, I, I've never been to a Comic Con. We have Frankenstein's nearby. So, like, why would I pay to do that when I get Frankenstein's for free? So, I still have stuff I can do that's like, you know, reasonable access, relatively in my field of interest. But hockey means so much to me that the fact that I get to go at all, that, that I take that over going and standing in line with a bunch of people who smell and look like me. <laughs> I, that's the thing like i've never really dated anybody or gone with anyone to horror nights that wasn't into it because in my opinion like if you're not and this is just me 
but I, this is how I like determine like who I'm dating, like are people that I can have fun with. Right. Yeah. Because you especially want to make sure that when you go somewhere and go out and do something that you like the same things. Like for instance, like, you know, Jake, so Jake, you don't really like, you know, I can't really see you in, as the bar scene. Right. So I wouldn't expect like someone like me to go out with someone like you. That's not really into that scene. Right. So yeah. like you just, you, you have to, you're just with people who have the same kind of, I guess, habits as you or the same type of, because Dan doesn't really care about horror the way I care about it, but he goes and he doesn't bitch about it. So that's a, that's well, that's a big thing. That's what kind of goes to Doug's point is if you're going to sit there and make sure other people aren't having fun to placate you, that's not a person I want to be around, whether it's anything, you know, and I, I totally get it. I know how people have FOMO. They want to be left out, but just don't be that person. Don't be the tag along who's afraid of missing out and then ruins everybody else's time. And so there yeah. are plenty of times where I go and, you know, Disneyland, I fucking hate Disneyland. I fucking hate all the people, unmasked assholes walking around drooling on each other and just glistening with sweat and germs. But I go because of my family. And what I get out of it has nothing to do with the joy of Disneyland. My joy comes from the joy of my family. And like, let that be a lesson to you. If you're a person who's going out and doing these things, you don't just want someone who tolerates it. You want somebody who is excited or even if it's not the fact of seeing a horror maze, if it's the fact that they're happy that you're happy, those are the people you want to be around. So don't confuse somebody who goes along and tolerates it as somebody who's like a lifelong person to be with. That's a huge cautionary issue because like here we have tons of horror options. My wife and I have done stuff like the Haunted Hayride. And last year we did the drive through horror thing with just the two of us where, you know, they had like the haunted stuff and the people coming to the cars and everything. So we still get to do things. It's just like the method of it. So it's also finding the way that it is. And if you live in an area where you have less options, well, fucking buy an Oculus. I don't know what to tell you. But if you live in California, if you live in the coastal regions, there's enough options where you can keep working at it. Don't give up. Yeah, no, I mean, and not to say that Dan just tolerates it. He has a good time. He does like to do that. Like, I saw the smile like to... on that fuck's face in my shirt that I designed. I, know, I saw. I know, yeah. And, and I made the guys wear the shirts. And to your point, um, so Mike came with us. Mike is Dan's best friend. Uh, and his fiance did not come with us because she doesn't do that. She doesn't do roller coasters. She doesn't do any of that. Perfect. So it's like, okay, the three of us will go. We'll have fun. Um, I saw the SRO from my school there and I was like, yeah. So that was awkward, but whatever. I always run into him dressed up on Halloween every year. It's so weird. (laughs) So they know that Miss Santiago is a freak. But it's like, you know, I just feel that these kinds of things to me are fun. So I get excited when I actually see families there. Like, I mean, not like little, little kids, obviously, but probably like 10, 11 year old kids with their parents. And like, you know, we had a family in front of us as we walked into a couple of the houses and it was a guy with his son and their friends. And you could tell like he was just, he was having a good time and he had his sons and his son's friends with them. And they were just having the best time. And like, see, this is like something that brings you together. I feel like I don't want people to think of Halloween Horror Nights as like something evil or any kind of any kind of haunted house or haunted attraction as something quote evil and you know whatever because it brings people together in my opinion so i think it's really important to think about we're hitting a really interesting stride with halloween horror nights like my parents didn't really like i've talked about never really indulged my horror stuff like my mom would take me to pro wrestling shows like you know concerts and stuff here and there but horror was nothing she was never all that into and my dad only really liked it for the special effects work and also like horror nights actually started in florida so it started in 1991 uh with one maze and it only cost 13 dollars. wow that made me feel old but it's crazy to think that somebody of that generation could logistically have grandchildren now. Does that make you feel old? Like we could be bringing our grandkids to Horror Nights. Yeah, I mean, you could be, definitely be like, you know, back in my day, uh, look at 1991, uh, that was before electricity. You know, the kids will say, Wait, was that before electricity or when the trains were invented? Yep, there's Nikola Tesla over there with a scary mask on going, me. Well, it's interesting that you say that because we've had, especially around that time in Orlando, we've had a lot of horror attractions. We had Skull Kingdom, which is now closed. And we actually got a haunted house right downstairs on Church Street. I forget what it's called, but people used to like 
you know, travel there and like, you know, come from all over central Florida or all over Florida to come to these things. It's sad that they're not there anymore. So I think that the fact that Halloween Horror Nights is still, you know, standing the test of time. And I feel like every year it gets better. And so what I went ahead is I broke it down to a couple of categories to kind of discuss. And I know that Doug has gone to the one in LA and I saw some people that I follow on Instagram who live in LA and have gone as well. And I saw their videos and like sort of, and I did make a video for us for everybody listening. So once I finish adding glitz and glam, yeah, I'll definitely post it so you guys can see, you know, how we see here, because I know that I feel isn't, isn't your universal smaller, like in size. Okay. Also, just to be clear, there was a horror nights at California first, but it wasn't like a routine thing. There was something in 86. So don't think I didn't research. God forbid I come into a, a casual conversation unresearched on the topic. Well, okay. So in 91 in Orlando, it was not called Halloween Horror Nights. It was called Fright, Fright Nights. Night. And I guess if you were a Florida resident, you can get in for $7.95. Like, God damn, I just dropped $400. I know. (laughs) And it's not that long ago. Okay, so 91. Oh, God, that was 30 years ago. 29, (laughs) to be fair. Well, you see the huge gap difference. Like, look at that. Look how cheap it was now. Look at the price. And then pay really hasn't gone up. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. Bernie train. Yeah. What is it? it? Tax the rich. Go AOC. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, but then you're going to make Jeff Bezos cry. He's like, no, no, no. Don't take away my 17th. Uh, my 17th car. How am I going to get to Saturn now? Buy a fucking Sega, you prick. I know. Sega well, Saturn I, references, huh? Uh, yeah. Topical. We'll see. Hey, look for you people out there. Like, look, look, Jeff Bezos' wife left him. So did Bill Gates' wife after all these years. So money doesn't buy happiness. So just relish in what you have, right? Now, alimony buys happiness because they probably walked away with a lot of money. And now yeah. they don't have to be married to some asshole. So good for them. If I were those ladies, I would just become like an OnlyFans person just to just for the headlines. I'd be like, I don't need this money. Watch me put Skittles in my snatch in a house I didn't pay for. Fuck y'all. Oh, and they'd still be making millions and millions exactly. of dollars. So that'd be the fucking greatest. Could you imagine? Because that's one thing. You never want to get like crazy, crazy because you don't ever want it to come back and bite you. That's the kind of fuck you money. Like if we found out that Chris Pratt was a secret Nazi, we'd be like, okay, you can't be Mario anymore. Not that I you ever should have been. But we, yeah, well, I, that's why it came to mind. But he'd officially lose that probably, right? But when you have like Bezos money, you could just be whatever. You could be the devil and people can't take that from you. So be an OnlyFans person, a content creator. Well, if you guys watch the ending of Lucifer, that just like fucking sucked ass. Does he shove the Skittles in his vagina? No, he does not. But I'm so angry. So now that you're talking about the devil. But anyways, back to Halloween Horror Nights. So I broke it up into a couple of categories. I'm trying to keep us on track. I know Jake loves to derail me. So I'm going to go over here and look at my little notes. And I wanted to talk about scare zones. I rated the houses from best to worst because I I got to go into all of them. I don't know if you did, Doug. Uh, I did. Yeah. Okay. And so for you to say only 90 minute wait times, that's amazing. Because even so, for example, even if you're going... Okay, so 90 minutes is a little much. But if you're going to four nights here, the wait times can be between anywhere from one hour to four hours. No. So four, four hours no. is like half the night. And so I, that's why I spring for the for the fast pass. And one year I did the RIP tour. I don't know if you guys have the RIP tours. We do, yeah. So one year I did that. But in that year, it was only like $150 or something, which is around the same price I paid to get in with this fast pass. But now I think it's $350. It's like oh, double the price. Jesus yeah. Christo. To stand and walk. And and the, the year that I had done the RIP tours, it was only like six people in it. So it was a lot more, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Intimate. And, and you didn't have a lot of people around you. Now I think they do like they 20 people in a party. Incense. Leatherface puts a bunch of fucking oil on his big old meaty hands. Ooh, that'd be some fun, like, bedroom cosplay. Dude, he'd probably, <laughs> like, let's be honest. He's the slasher you want to fuck. Because he's down. He's he's cross-dressing. He's he's probably the most fluid. Second to Freddy. But Freddy also did get, so we don't do that. Yeah, Freddy's a little rapey, so we can't, we can't say it. Well... Leatherface from part two, you know, that bigger chainsaw, that was full mm-hmm. vibration action. Oh, yeah, dude. That's what I mean. 
He's into toy play. That's what you know. See? Okay. That's what I'm saying. But anyways, moving on, which actually he's in Halloween Hornets this year, everybody, in case you didn't know that. But that was not my favorite house, I will say. I don't know how you felt about it. And I, so I don't know like what houses you all have. Like how many houses, how many scare zones? Like what did your... There, there was only two scare zones at this one. They, re- it's, it was this one was really limited compared to the past few years, and I, I expected that it was like, oh, you know, COVID and stuff. But we had the one maze. I didn't really care for it. It, it was like a superhero maze, but it was the Bride of Fuckenstein. Mm. So you're saying it wasn't a amazing. It wasn't amazing. It's like, I'm, I'm coming in here to be scared. I don't want to see, you know, Bride of Frankenstein samurai fighting werewolves and vampires. I'm sorry, you don't want to see that? Because that sounds red. If you're going to take Bill and Ted's stuff from me, give that back. Well, it was cool, but they, they turned the Bride of Frankenstein into like Laura Croft. It was, it was a bizarre mashup. Um, you know, I didn't think I'd ever see the Bride of Frankenstein wearing booty shorts, but, uh, you know, hey, when everyone... <laughs> but I mean, it, it's cool. I, I mean, I, I liked it, but it didn't scare me. I guess like actually it would. But um, the the, Le- the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house, uh, that was actually one of my favorites. They they played it off the, the original movie. So you had two, uh, you had an actor in there that was playing the hitchhiker that actually did a really good job. He's like, Give me, he, like he takes your photo. He's like, you want you know, want to buy my, buy my picture? And uh, they had this smell in there. So they did have a smell of rotting meat uh, throughout the maze. So I thought that was pretty nice. Hmm. Yeah, that, well, oh, that's interesting that you said that, Doug, because I actually read The Bride of Frankenstein Lives was my second favorite because it, it had the most, I think, just it was really scary, had the most like acting in it. I didn't see booty shorts, so I don't know if the houses are exactly the same. I did not see booty shorts. The only thing I didn't like was that when you walked into all of the houses, if they had characters in it, like in the front as you're walking in, they all had their masks on. So, <laughs> like seeing Bride of Frankenstein time with her mask on like yeah it's like we know what plague killed this character i'm like oh god like totally because you know and then i'm sure you 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 had the same thing that was another thing that and these are all things that are of no fault of universal that you know these are just precautions because of covid so i'm not i'm not mad at them it's just just they did take away a little bit from some of the scares like they had the like cellophane between you and the characters when you Mm -hmm. were walking through and stuff and at first i didn't notice it but when the lights are flickering or something and it starts reflecting off of it, then you really can tell that they're behind something. Yeah. Well, here's something interesting because uh, you, you've you've lived in Florida your whole life, right? Like you've done these since you were younger, well, right? Yeah, I moved here when I was 11, so pretty okay. much, yeah. All right, because maybe it was maybe it was just a regional thing, but you know, because I grew up in Ohio, and uh, I've never like when I came to Halloween Horror Nights. Originally, I was let down by it, and what I noticed from California to Ohio is that. It, the like there there's seven floors of hell in Ohio. There's um they when Geog Lake was open they had um you know horror nights like that there, but there wasn't security. Like I noticed here, what what takes me out of the illusion is the people in those uh mm-hmm. those like Grim Reaper robes that are security mm-hmm. and just kind of sitting in the wall right before scare. I'm like yeah this takes away. I know a scare is gonna come up because you're standing right there. But in Ohio they didn't have any of that, so it was kind of a culture shock to me when I realized I'm like oh man you know people in Ohio are getting cut by weapons. Yeah. And that's another thing, too, is that I get very annoyed by people who say, I don't do Horror Nights because I don't like to be touched. If you've ever gone, they're not allowed to touch you. Nobody touches you. Um, Nobody. I've never been touched by a single person. And there have been a few times where I've just been polite about it. But I remember I remember being a kid at the Six Flags version and I, I, I was walking alone to my family. Right. And so he grabs my arm and pulls down. And turns no. me, and as he turns me, I turn and punch him in the face. And he was wearing a mask, and it was really more, you know, like a fuck off. And so he tried to like narc on me, and like you know, he breaks character and goes off and tells security. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You touched me. They saw it. This is ridiculous. And I've gone back and forth on that. Like as an adult, I'm like, was that the prudent thing to do as like a 13 year old? But at the same point, it's like I have seen that kind of shit a lot. And I've seen people really play fast and loose with the rules, and that can ruin it for everybody. If you if one person fucks around, you have a lawsuit that could shut down the entire thing, and that's yeah. just not cool. So, yes and no, because I also am sympathetic to them. Like if it's accidental touching, or if it's a situation like how do you agitate someone if they know you know that false bravado of you can't touch me. Like I I aid, I'm sure as a high school teacher, you've had kids get in your face and be like you can't even fucking slap me, bitch, and you're like. Ooh. Just wanna 
It's interesting that you say that. It's well, very I, clever of you been... not to go on the record stating that you wanted to slap a child. Very good. Very good. Well, no, because I just, you know, make sure that you're suspended and that's that. Like, I, I, I'm not an idiot. I mean, there are teachers, I'm sure, that would do that. I just don't. I'm not. I don't really care enough about that kid to do anything. But um, as far as like that goes, I've never, there's never really been instances here in those things. And Six Flags, I'm not surprised because... It's six flags. Yeah, it's six flags. Um, but <laughs> not to take away from it, but didn't somebody lose their head on the Superman ride in Georgia? So you also die at Six Flags. Yeah, well, not Scary Farm. They had that too, because I've never been touched by uh, by a scare. I've been groped, but not touched. Um, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'll, that I'll, I'll let that slide. I don't know if you were trying to go for that. But well, I'm uh, saying, I'm sure another in another instances of different companies and different things putting on these horror shows sure i'm sure i'm sure that people touch you and i know that there are some places that you have to sign waivers like what is that blackout haunted house in new york is that in new york city oh but that's for people that like want to get drowned and tortured and stuff Touchdown, yeah. like but yeah and you have to sign something like this this what i'm talking with halloween horror nights and i don't know how it is in la because i've never even been to la unfortunately i'm not cool like you guys like I've never had any instances where people touch you or do those things like, you know, and even with the scare zones where they're walking past you, they don't even really like maybe once in a while you get bumped by somebody, but you're getting bumped by other people, not even them. So I think it's interesting that people will use that as an excuse is what I'm saying by not going. And I'm like, this is not the case. Like I, I don't know how LA is, but I know that here in Orlando, we don't have those issues. And I know friends that have worked at Universal and have done these things and they know like the minute you if you were to touch anybody you're fired like right on the spot so it's not even it's not even up for debate like if you work at the hard rock hotel you can't even like get on instagram or facebook and say oh jlo's staying here because you'll get fired right on the spot like that's how they're they're very like i don't know how fun it is to work for universal here but that doesn't sound like a party I feel like yeah. a lot of people get that confused. That's sliding on your knees and clacking at people probably isn't the coolest jazz. No, no. I mean, but people have to do it. I, I think that they're having fun. I think by the end of the night, I think we're all going to agree. If you stay till the end, everybody working that last shift is ready to get the fuck home. Because like whenever you go in those houses, the last half an hour that the park is open, everybody's like, eh, here's a little chainsaw. Uh, like it's not. Yeah, and it always smells like bo and sweat. Like you know, like the last few. That's only like, I want to get these done early. Oh, because everybody's drunk. It's ridiculous. But uh, so, so we have. You said you had two. We had five scare zones this year. We usually have more, and they're usually a lot closer. And there's more going on. So the the thing is with this year, I feel that obviously because of COVID, they had to dial a lot back. Obviously, it's same with you. But we had an amazing show and I just want to touch on that really quick. We had two shows this year but the Marathon of Mayhem the Carnage Factory, it was in the Lagoon where they have they used to have the Jaws ride and I, and I got a lot of really good video for that so I will post that on Instagram. I, I, my goal is to post the video when this episode comes out so it's not out yet nobody's seen it yet. Exclusive it's not if you, you want me to make it exclusive. This is a Patreon bonus. If you guys give us a dollar, you can see my my Halloween Fortnite footage. Oh, uh, but yeah. So we had the Marathon of Mayhem Carnage Factory that was in the lagoon. It was like it was a water show that they had these, and they've done this before with like the thirty fifth or fifty. I don't know anniversary of Universal movies or whatever. So they've done shows in the lagoon like that before. But this year they had uh, a projector that projected Jack's face across the water and uh, fireworks and music, and it was just it was incredible. It was really cool, and it was nice because if you were just walking by, you could stop and watch it. So you didn't have to to wait to get inside an amphitheater to see it. So I'm not sure if you guys had anything like that this year, but that was a lot of fun. Well, it sounds like Orlando is a lot better than the the Hollywood one. Honestly, I think Orlando's is. I see video all the time on YouTube of like, you know, just the events and like you guys had Beetlejuice. We what did we we had the Texas Chainsaw, we had the Exorcist, we had Bride of Fuckenstein. <laughs> we had the uh, the musical for uh, the Creature of the Black Lagoon. That was pretty great. 
Okay. So yeah. So there's some things that, yeah, like I, I feel like I think it's nice that they're both not the same. And I'll say this because if you wanted to go, like for instance, next year, if I wanted to go to, you know, see how it is in LA, like it'd be nice not to be expecting the same thing. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. I think it's good that they're not the same. So how many houses did you guys have this year? I think we had five. Uh, yeah, there was Halloween for Texas Chainsaw, Bride of Frankenstein. Um, they had their other ones called Pandora's Box. And then this other one that I just, I was like, I was cringing throughout because I'm like, this is so stupid and generic. It was The Haunting of Hill House that's on Netflix. Oh, my God. And it, it's like the most generic. I'm like, man, this is like PG-13 snooze. Like, you got you got the kids afraid in the bed and then the ghost kind of doing her thing. And then she she's in a... A, a nightgown. I'm like, how stereotypical can you get? It, it was bad. It was, that, in yeah. fact, it was number 10 on my list. We had 10. So it was the second or the third house I went in and it was so fucking bad. And I felt, I felt badly because like our friend Mike hadn't gone in like 15 years. <laughs> so he's it's like, what are you saying? And then Dan was like, this is bullshit. I'm like, yeah, I know. It was really, it was really, really bad. That was the Netflix one, right? It was the Netflix one. And that's what, you know, I, because it was one of the more popular ones, you would assume that it would be better. And this is what I tell people all the time. If you go to Horror Nights every year, don't expect the main houses to be the best ones because a lot of the times they're really disappointing. Well, a lot of times they're also built to get you the fuck through fast. That's yeah. one thing, like even at Midsummer Scream, when they have their mazes, you could tell the ones that were offbeat were the ones where it was more windy, more intricate, and then you could tell the ones that were the Alaskan fucking pipeline where 17 morbidly obese people on rascals could waddle through there. And that's what you have to think about is if it's got a big name attached to it, it's almost guaranteed. It's just like metadata. We always talk about that bullshit. If it's got a name brand with it, you're going to get more attention. So Texas Chainsaw is probably you know, going to be a safe bet to get quite a bit of attention. Pick the weird shit. Pick the... P.P. Fuckenstein one. That's the one that you want. Well, I liked that one. So P. I P. thought that one was really cute. Yeah, yeah, it was cute. And then they had... <laughs> anyway, I hate you. So Beetlejuice was my favorite. And I'll say it was beautiful. They had... Did you, I mean, I don't even remember that scene in Beetlejuice where like, it's like this big face monster comes out like to you know scare them and everybody's scared. They actually had that. And the it comes out at you one? from the dark. No, it's like his head enlarged. I forget what scene it's in. Because I like I remember I told you I was so mortified when he's yelling, fuck, 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 when I was playing it for the kids last year. I'm like, oh my God. I yeah. I'm like, God damn it, Michael Keaton. I can't even play you for this kids. It's supposed to be PG-13. Um, I'll have to look. I'll have to rewatch it. I'll tell you which one. But it was like this giant Beetlejuice face. And he was like super like looking like the snake one, like behind me. Mm-hmm over here that that face but it was so big it was like the size of me and it's coming out in the dark so you can't tell so you're looking down this corridor and you see something and then all of a sudden it just comes out at you i'm like i was screaming i'm like this is so great did you said it it bopped it bopped like bop it came out like you bopped it i didn't bop it it bopped (laughs) it came out i hate you i just i'm sorry it's a very comforting automatopoeia Bop is like, oh, it's just a polite little like, hello. Like I imagine like that's the sound that a little chick makes when it pops out of the egg. Bop! Versus like the hellfire of a fucking demon exorcist snake. I imagine makes a different sound. I might be speculating because I haven't been to Florida. Well, yeah, but I, you know how I characterize everything as adorable anyways. So what might be terrifying for one person <laughs> is well, adorable I, I'm to curious me. curious about that Beetlejuice maze. <laughs> now, the, the thing with, uh, did they have the, because what scared me, like in Beetlejuice, even as a kid, I remember I had nightmares from it. Uh, when the janitor opens up the room for the, uh, oh. for the the dead souls so fucking yes. the lost souls room. Yes. did they have the lost souls thing? they had that they had everything every beautiful thing that you'd love about the movie was in it even the chick with the you know she's smoking like they're in the waiting room yeah. and like she's smoking and the smoke's coming out of her throat and it was so good and i just it there were scary parts and uh, the guy who plays Beetlejuice when you're walking in, he's talking shit to you as you're walking in. He's like on a platform. Of course, he had his mask on. So that was the only set, like, setback with that. But he was so funny. And he had these little, all these jokes. It was just some guy talking shit, right? 
but he was, you know, he was very in character for Beetlejuice. And then when you went in and they, they had all of the characters, they had the, the, the you know, Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis characters. What their, I forget their last names from the movie, but they, it was just so, it was very nostalgic. It was fun. It was scary. They had, the props were amazing. The set design was amazing. Like they did so great with it. Even when you walked in, I can't wait to show you guys in the video, the way they had it walked in, like you were walking in through when he's looking like this. Mm-hmm. you're walking in through him like that like they painted the entire front of the building so it was really i if you're going if you're going to come to orlando and see that beetlejuice is definitely one that i recommend waiting for hell yeah and then we had the wicked growth the realm of the pumpkin was really cool it had these beautiful like this big ass like gorgeous uh topiary of jack-o'-lanterns like when you're walking through like this tunnel of jack-o'-lanterns when you're walking in which fun story so there were these two pretty hot chicks like in front of us like taking selfies and stuff now are you saying pretty and hot or are you marginalizing hot by making it pretty hot they were hot (laughs) they were hot girls like they had these cute leather pants they're both hispanic so they had a good body you know and they were that sounds racist that's just a given that because they're hispanic they're I feel like that's discriminatory towards all the lumpy white women, am I right? <laughs> if it, legitimately though, if I can, if that was your reaction, if you like, I'm um, sarcastically, that was your reaction, and you're a white person, I want to kick you in the dick. <laughs> Keep going, sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> but Yahira will agree. So anyway, so we're walking in there in front of us, and I could tell, you know, Dan and Mike are like, you know, like you know, looking, you know, whatever, and I'm like, whatever, and so I. The, I'll never forget this as they wanted to take a picture under this topiary with a jack lantern. I'm like, if you're going to Google it, Google it now. It's so pretty. And I get it. You want to take a picture because it was so gorgeous. <laughs> so literally she like asks Mike to move out of her way <laughs> so she can, <laughs> so she can come ask me to take their picture. Oh, and yeah. the guys were like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, Hey, I mean, you know, that's, they probably heard you say, that's wow, smart. you guys, you guys are, you guys are, <clears throat> Got nice asses, like two hams in your pants. You know, I'm sure oh, yeah, that's t- exactly. <laughs> they were like, "Get the fuck out of my way!" And they came over to me, and then both Dan and Mike were like, "What?" Like there was, they felt so snubbed that they couldn't take their picture for them. Oh my god, so bad, right? But we, and then we kept running into them all night. So I think that's one other thing when you're going to the park at night. Like you always tend to run into the same people, especially at Universal, because everything's in a circle. So you're always going to see the same people all night. Um, so, it, it, but it, either way, it was a good time. We had a lot of fun. Again, ten houses, but the best ones were Beetlejuice, the Wicked Growth, the Realm of the Pumpkins. They actually had I don't know what the fuck it was made out of this like rubber shit, like you were inside of a pumpkin, like all of the pumpkin guts hanging on you. So you'd walk into it, and it was like slimy when you touched it, like. Ugh. So that was a lot of fun. They had the Horror Nights icons. It was cute. Nothing special. In fact, the. They were all, I wouldn't say they were terrible, but the top ones were Beetlejuice, Bride of Frankenstein, or Frankenstein, as Doug would say, and the wicked growth of the realm of the pumpkins. If you guys come to Orlando, please check those three out at the very least. Watch the the show in the lagoon, and then they had the Halloween Nightmare Fuel, which is like a choreographed, amazing show that they did with like pyrotechnics, contortionists, aerialists. Like there was so much going on in the shows fucking amazing i had so much fun and we tried to go see it like four times like every time we went they were like nope too many people in there you can't go so i've literally stayed till like two o'clock in the morning just to watch this show so if you're gonna go in the morning i know i didn't go to bed like almost 4 a.m that night can you believe it i know actually yeah i probably would have messaged you guys it would have been like still early for you but (laughs) you should have messaged us i would have been probably up at that time I know. I would have I, definitely been up at that time. Womp womp. <laughs> so overall, I would give it an 8 out of 10 this year. I think they did everything they could with the whole COVID bullshit. Um, so they kept everything pretty, you know, like if you were outside, most people didn't have their masks on. But, you know, we kept our masks on for the majority of the time. We kept our masks on inside the houses. I would just keep it on inside the house because like you're like in there and it smells like BO like Doug said so like everybody's permeating in there mm, yummy 
So you probably wouldn't wear the mask even if there wasn't a pandemic. But as far as like drinks and food costs, everything was between five and 20 bucks. Like I think the most expensive things were like if you got souvenir cups with it. So I got cocktails, beer, all of that. Like I didn't think I paid more than $7 for a beer. And my Chucky glass that I lost again. Oh, here it is. Um, This was only 12 bucks. So I thought that was fun. Yeah, I, I ended up getting that too after you sent the picture. I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, they got um, it's they they got the rights to the first one because look, they have the burnt Chucky from the first movie. Then they got yeah. Tiffany because you know it's like MGM versus Universal on that movie. So or in that series. Like so, if you guys are watching the video, I'm holding it up to the thing. But yeah, it has it has him in a little good guide box. The first Chucky, the burnt one, is in the corner. Like, how cute is he? I love Chucky. He's so adorable. Like, Chucky and Sam are my favorite because they're so damn cute. And then Tiffany. And look how cute he has those little stitches and little axe. Oh, my God. Oh, he's so cute. Okay, so one thing one thing uh, we had, I don't know if you guys, it was the Terror Tram, which usually kind of sucks every year. But uh, this one, they did the the Purge for that new Purge movie. Oh, oh I saw Purge that. Movie. I saw somebody yeah. post a video about that. Was that good? It it was okay. It kind of sucked. Uh, they, I think, the actors were all just kind of over it, and it was like, man, this is like the like this just started, and you guys are already like tired. They're like, Aww. they're like, oh, we have a we have a sword here. Uh, the guy was dressed as Abraham Lincoln. And he comes out and does one scare, and then he like slowly walks back to press back into the because it was um it was down by the actual Psycho lot where they filmed uh, Psycho. They use that for everything, and rarely is it good. I know. Aww. Oh, I would like to see that. I actually really did. In fact, I think that's my favorite purge is the forever purge. So I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but really, I haven't seen it. It's horrifying because you know what? That's going to happen. Like, I'm not lying. I believe that's going to happen. Well, I feel like it is too. I like the first purge, not, not the first purge, but the first purge, the prequel, the original purge, not the first purge. The one with Lena Headey. The one with Ethan Hawke. Yeah, and Lena Headey's. Nobody yeah. remembers Lena Headey's in that movie. Oh my well, God. see, when I tell people that, they get confused. They're like, oh, you like The First Purge? That one was not good. I'm like, no, 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 The First Purge. Like, But there is a movie called The First Purge. The like, first who's on purge second? Is What's the on? First Purge. <laughs> I don't that give one. a damn. The, the, well, I'm waiting for the next Purge, uh, Purge 2, Bulimia. So. Ah, binge. Oh, my God. It's the prequel. Is binge, then it's Purge. <laughs> yeah, sequel to Wally. Oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah i just i had a really great time though this year. i'm just happy that it's back like honestly i thought if they were gonna like not do it again for one more year it's like oh like what do we do on halloween because you know this is what i'm used to here i feel really badly for people that don't live nearby and have to see it but if, if anybody ever comes to vacation in florida like i definitely recommend that as something to just kind of add on to your package and even if you don't get the fast pass you can do one or two things and just see the atmosphere of it Cause that's the thing. Like when I go to Disneyland, it's, I see these like Midwesterners who are like going to, they're hell bent on getting on every ride and getting X amount of dollars worth of fun and frivolity. And you can't go into it with that mindset, like fucking plan ahead, like bring a game boy, make sure you have people who you can conversate with. If frankly, don't go with someone you have to entertain for an hour at a time in a line. Oh, you mean your children? (laughs) (laughs) They entertain me. You fucking kidding me? My daughter says some of the weirdest shit now. It's hilarious. And her new favorite character is Disgust from Inside Out. So she'll be like, ew, gross. And I'm like, yes, all of these people are gross. Thank you. Well, I got a story for you. So, um, Because one of my favorite rides at Universal, and it kind of ruined it for me, was the Simpsons ride. So, um, Uh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I, I like that one. And um, when we went there, I mean, they were pretty strict on the rules with the masks and stuff. But there are these people, and I and I'm not saying this just to be mean. They actually said it. They're like, "You were from El Monte, yo." <laughs> and it was th- this group, uh, and they're you know they they had the chola eyelashes and stuff. And this girl, she had huge fake boobs and fake puckery lips and this ass that looked like a two watermelons um and then she's like they're kind of drunk and rowdy and they're giving the the people inside the ride a hard time they're like you need to wear your mask while you're inside her he's like yeah i'm just gonna play he was pulling his sock off and he's putting it around you and they're like that's not a mask he's like he's like you need to mind your own damn business and i said something which oh, I, no. I was like don't say anything and i said i'm sorry you guys have to deal with a bunch of assholes like this here and he's yeah, like what Doug. do you say to me puto 
And I'm just like, I'm like, get the fuck out. Like, it, it started getting bad. I thought, I'm like, oh, great. Here I go. I'm going to come home with a black eye or something. And uh, no, they, these guys are repping. And then she, this girl pulled out a poster um, on her phone of the girl next door. You remember that movie, The Girl Next Door? She's yeah. like, I look like this girl. <laughs> I'm like, like, yeah, at her funeral. <laughs> and then they just overheard me. And then we went into the other rooms because The Simpsons wow. split up by rooms. So. Oh, my God. I Well, you know what? We have the same thing here, and ours are from Kissimmee. So if you ever come to Florida, don't ever go to Kissimmee. I don't care how cheap you see it is. Don't go to Kissimmee. Kissimmee is your El Monte. Or El, is it El Monte? El Monte. El Monte. Well, it depends on who you ask. El Monte, pendejo. So, yeah, I get it. I and, You know, you're always going to get a group of assholes like that. And so I think that's the only thing. It's like when you go, just go to have a good time. Don't go looking for trouble. Don't go looking like, you know, and that's the thing, too. Since, you know, everybody's drunk. They're all making a scene. Have a couple of drinks. Remember what happens. Like, it's easy to get drunk and blackout, obviously. Oh, and then... <laughs> I'm sorry. Thought, We're following up from last week with Adrian's new catchphrase, I need wine because of my job. What did you just say? <laughs> anyways Jake for those of you who don't know Doug laughs virtually every time I make fun of Adrian's drinking but it's such a mischievous giggle that I don't know that it picks up every time well no because I think it's like uh, yeah well, I, I think it's funny it's like it's like you know some of us have blackout drunk times you know we wake up with our pants down <laughs> or puke in our buckets and my door's broken but you know don't we all have nights like that <laughs> <laughs> well I never puked in a bucket so there ha huh? Just on myself and like a doorman and like seven people. No, no. Oh, but I did accidentally spill something on a girl standing in front of me. And I didn't mean to um, because there was a lot of condensation and it like slipped through my hand. So I like squeezed the can and it just like, like a fountain. Well, I'm so bad. Well, I mean, Orlando's pretty cool. I'm sure that turned into like a bikini mud wrestling after you. Yeah, yeah like, you got I, I me talked wet. to her. I, I, I bought her a drink. I was like, I'm really sorry. Like, this isn't me being drunk. This is just me like not wanting to spill my beer that badly that I clutched it for dear life. And it just like sprayed Ooh, all over you. That so white sorry. knuckle clutch you had on the red wine last <sighs> The red wine. Well, I had to try things so I could talk about them in the video. Uh, it's research. It was research. Yes. Got it. And then you had to ferment yourself so that you would preserve until you'd be on this episode, right? Like I a pickle. Did. I just pickled myself. Anyways. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, come again? <laughs> Is this going back into terra firmer territory? I put got a pickle in my ear. Oh, I, I was at home pickling. Oh, my God. You know, and that's the sad thing was that was my favorite one of all those movies. And I'm thinking, how fucked up am I that I liked that movie the most? <laughs> It's, it is a I thing cannot. to behold. Uh, Adrian, of course, is referring to Tro March, which if we're going with our buddies, our damn that scary buddies, Tro March, Tro March, Tro March. Tro March. I know, but like, was it Will? I can't remember who, what, what, which one of them was it, but they didn't watch. Yeah, he fucking gave up like a quitter. Yeah, and I, being the only girl in the scenario, watched all of them. <laughs> Mic drop. Fucking Will. Well, well, see, that's Universal. Maybe Universal will do some partnership with Troma and do a terra firmer maze. You know, <laughs> oh my Honestly, God, yeah, just it sounds singing. ridiculous, but then you think <laughs> about the fact that Lloyd Kaufman is in Marvel Disney movies. It's totally possible. Oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, you get, uh, you know, the fat guy getting eaten by an escalator. Every, everyone will remember that when they go through the maze. They're like, I saw a fat guy getting eaten by an escalator. Oh, that would be fun, actually. That'd be really cool. They can make it interactive and like spray guts on you. I really love it. Anytime I hear the word escalator, I think of mall rats. That kid <laughs> is back, <laughs> back on, on the escalator kid. again. You know what? That's who you remind me of. You remind me of Brody sometimes. And I don't know what it is about you, but you just remind me of Brody sometimes. Comic book nerd who's full of opinions and sass. I, that doesn't yes. offend me. Yes. <laughs> Isn't he a, a Scientologist in real life? Isn't that true? That my name is Earl Fellow. No, he's not. Yeah. Is he really? He's a great, uh, great skateboarder. Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. I'm going to put in Jason Lee Scientology. Oh, and he's really hot, too. Yep. I used to love him as a, And see, this is my problem because he movies left like the Mara, church. Everybody. He left, he left in 2016. So we can be cool again. Okay, good for you, Jason. We love you again. <gasps> wow, he got divorced from his wife because of his dedication to Xenu. I just think that's so crazy that people do that because it's like they're in the media, so they know what everybody's saying about them, right? So, like, don't you, like, kind of, like, at some point think you're stupid for 
<laughs> for being in a cult that it, that but you're paying a lot of money to be in. That's the rhetoric, <laughs> like though, that they give people who are indoctrinated. Is it's that exclusionary? Like, think about like even fucking Christians who are like, well, if you're not with us, you're going to hell. So those people are trying to lure you away with their evil words. Same thing with Zenu, just a space god or something. Yeah. I'd be like, well, hell seems a lot cooler than with all you Karens. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Bring true. on the cross-dressing devil worshippers. Yeah, party every night and probably wine on tap. So, Well, I think that you guys should watch Midnight Mass for the sole purpose of the fact that it completely tears apart the church. So if that's something that you're interested in, have at it. It's a slow burn. Jake won't like it. Well, I, you know, I liked Apostle. I gotta, I gotta defend you, Aid. I, I did like Apostle. Oh, you liked Apostle? Jake, did you hear that? Did nope. you hear it? Doug liked Apostle, everybody. Thank you, Doug. Yeah, no problem. It looks great on a 4K <laughs> OLED screen. If you ever wanted to see, like, uh, how a color palette of diarrhea looks like, you know, Apostle the way to do it. <laughs> but no, I did like it. I enjoyed it. So. Thank you. I appreciate you, Doug. See, this is, I, I dug one that one time with the Jason... It paid off. You cashed it in. I cashed it in because now he's on my side. But you're on my side because you like good things. So that makes sense. I like weird shit. I think Apostle's up there are just kind of... That is weird. Nonsensical. Hold on. Doug, were you high? I was not high. What? Yeah, no, I watched it. Uh, if I Actually, if I was high, I'd probably be a little bored. Okay. Because I, I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, Angel's Melancholy or Melancholy Der Engel. It's a Marion Dor movie, but that movie's three hours long. And I watched it high, and everyone's like, oh, it's the craziest movie ever, and I was bored by it. I'm just like, man, this <laughs> the indica just put me to sleep. So It's the atmosphere. We talked about this last episode. It's the atmosphere that gets you. So if you like a good atmosphere, you'll find one at Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. Shameless plug, and I'm not getting paid to say that. Yay. No, I was going to say, you think they'll ever do an apostle maze at Halloween Horror Nights? <laughs> that would actually be fun with the little gimp guy. Ah, uh, I loved him. <laughs> well, they actually have a partnership with Netflix. Oh. Yeah, they did a Stranger Things one a few yep. before COVID. I remember going to that one was pretty fun. I like that. <laughs> that one actually, I was disappointed by that one, and that one was about three and a half hours to wait for. Thank God I had a fast pass because I was pretty pissed off when I came out of it. So. Well, I was a little thrown off by the uh, clearly like forty-five-year-old actors playing eleven and these kids. I'm like, <laughs> like you look like the guy from ACDC. Like, you know, <laughs> <Angus>. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I can't take this seriously. And then you had the the kid with the curly hair, and he's like, like they're like trying to make him small, but I'm like, you guys look like a, a Clifford, you know, with the Martin Aww. Short. <laughs> I just did, I did my brain with Thunderstruck. I did it as MK Ultra. Try it in your brain; it works. More MK Ultra content. I think we need. Well, I think we're coming to the close of the episode at this point. Yeah. Would you agree? Okay. So I want you guys to go ahead and talk to like the audience about where we can see Jake and Doug. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're winding down, but we talked about brainstorming on every episode. So let's brainstorm a butt fucking maze before we go. Right, guys? Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. So I'll start. I want a maze where my kid has a book. It's a cooking book and it's got this, uh, like clear plastic on top of like soft foam so you can like push your hand so it's like a pizza dough. I want a floor made out of that so that you're constantly kind of stuck to the floor and sinking just a little bit to throw off your equilibrium. Give me something else. Actually, you know what a real scary maze would be? Like if they did a um like a like a job simulator where it's like you go and it's like, oh, here's your day at work and here's customer service. Here's a bunch of angry Karens. They're waiting for you to start your shift. And you go in and there's the break room with the microwave that's splattered with old fish uh, sticks. And uh, you know what I mean? Like it's just like that would be scary. That's anxiety inducing. I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to be here. You clock out. It's 10 o'clock at night at the end of the maze. And they say, we'll see you first thing 7 a.m. tomorrow. You're that's opening. That's really scary. Yeah. Like, oh, I'd be afraid of that. <laughs> we could just do like the Karen maze and like as the squishy floor is the old floor where Doug used to work with lady pissed and shit on the floor. Yeah, I, I can't say she shit, but she did piss okay. in, in protest. of oh, That was the mask mandate. Yeah. Yeah. She was. I'm not wearing no mask. And, and she, yeah, she pissed on the floor. I think that even made the news, too, from what I recall. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Karen pisses on the floor. (laughs) See, we can people talk about Florida. Gosh. 
Well, I mean, Florida's cooler. You guys get bath salt zombies. Yeah, but that's, again, that's Miami. And Miami's not really Florida. Miami's well, Miami own is country. A, <laughs> yeah, Miami is, it's like, like, they don't even consider themselves like part of Florida. They're just like their own thing. So. Everyone thinks they're Scarface in Miami. Yeah, they do. And like Gloria Stefan is their queen. And they have ultra every year. So you can be like half naked on drugs and dancing around. Is it MK Ultra? Half naked on drugs and moving shit with your brain? <laughs> no. Okay, so we have the Karen piss and shit floor. Adrian, what are you adding to this? Uh, I think something that's sort of like, I like the fact that something that could like mess with your senses, like the floor. So, like maybe like a spiral thing that you're trying to walk through so you feel like you're moving. Okay. So you're falling into Karen's, but like not the really. Horizon one. Yep, I know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. These Karens can touch you in, in mine. <gasps> oh, my Ooh. gosh. No, 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 no. They can't, but they do anyway, because that's what Karens do. They don't think the rules apply to them. Yeah, it's, it's fuck. Yeah, see, Karens are the worst things, and, uh, you know, she's she's on hiatus right now from B-Movie TV, but uh, she'll be back on for next week's episode for the horror show. Dude, so. with how sick and awful I've sounded and looked, I was considering doing a puppet for this week's episode, but then you already have that market cornered, so I'm going to see about it. No, just, just do a puppet. We'll, we'll, we'll invite them together, and we'll make them Karen and Ken, or whatever you want to name uh, another I was sick of getting really weird with mine. I was going to like, hand-make it, so maybe it's something we'll build up. We'll have an unveiling. We'll do like a, a puppet war. Yeah, do it. Do it. Because honestly, I'm thinking of changing the format up. It's, it's starting to get like a chore now, you know? Yeah, honestly, because it's just me talking to myself in a room by myself after I watched a movie by myself. And then I have to edit it by myself. And it just gets kind of like, uh, I don't get any feedback short of people being like, hey, you made a reference. <laughs> yeah, well, just like this show, I want things to be fluid and transformative. Throw a fucking puppet in there. I do a puppet on this show, but you would never know it because 80% of our audience watches with their ears. Well, you do have Cyber Slash or uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, that, that that guy's pretty cool. We, we were listening to it in the car when we were driving to Mammoth, and you hired like, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> like, that's oh, that's a that's Cyber Slash. Cyber Slash. Oh, by the way, I'm like obsessed with Cherisher. Like, I literally listen to them every day now. Oh, that's awesome. That's Jordan Old's band. He's the guy from uh, he plays Guarcinio Hall on the Two Minutes to Late Night. Oh, Cherisher, yep. NYC. He's the guitarist. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, I've I've reached out to him. He ignored me. Reached oh, out to his buddy Danhausen, who responded to me, then ignored me. I get it. It's cool. We're we're just famous enough on Instagram to like get a message read, but not replied to. It's rad. You can follow us on Instagram at Slasher's Pod. We got to get that little <laughs> star, that verification star. However, you do that. Who who? What what hacker do you have to pay to get that? Dude, I don't know. With this shit going down, I, we might just lose all those followers, and then I think at that point, I just walk into the woods and just disappear like a sasquatch because i don't have to deal with it anymore well that's kind of how it was yesterday though facebook and instagram being down i actually like that a lot i felt great it felt like i took a huge dump (laughs) with my soul (laughs) (laughs) it's exhausting i didn't even notice until doug said something and then i was trying to edit something and i'm like oh it's not working oh well Well, (laughs) like instagram used to be fine but now it's like hey do you want to pay us to reach your own followers? And that sucks. So, yeah. And, you know, just trying to do things without just copying and pasting other people's shit. That's always fun. Yeah, the hashtags are what gets me. I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. But, hey, we love it. If you want to reach out to us, you can always do Linktree slash slashers pod that has links to everything that has Doug's show my show subreddits patreon coffee buy me a coffee lots of coffee themed donation services i noticed but uh, and it also has the red bubble adrian what can you get on red bubble oh we can get amazing shirts like the one i'm currently wearing my mars rat speaking of jason lee and his adorableness there we go maybe i knew that i could tell that you were doing that in the back of my brain yeah, I know. I'm like I'm trying to show my boobs to the camera so everybody could see. Uh, so we have that, and we also, but it's not just that. It's hoodies. We have uh, mugs. We have book bags, bags like anything that your heart desires, makeup bags, whatever you guys want. It's on there with any kind of merch stickers. Like I gave a sticker to uh, some of my coworkers, and now they're like putting them on their laptops. I'm like, oh my god, I hope nobody knows that's me. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, fuck Bill Gates. By the way, I hope his wife does do the only fans thing because i sent my laptop in to get serviced and they took my fucking mgb sticker 
Bricks. They took it. They're probably like, oh, this is not appropriate for you to be gay society. Well, the reason that I put it, left it on there was I was hoping that would be proof that it was my damn laptop coming back to me. I don't know whose fucking laptop this evil thing was. Did you get the same serial number back? I didn't write it down. Doug, that's a responsible thing to do. Why would I have done that? I know. It's covered in COVID now. Well, I'm so used to the Geek Squad shit and all the serial numbers on the batteries and all that. Uh, well, I can send you. I have so many. I'm always <laughs> she sent me a serial number. <laughs> no, no. She meant stickers, stickers dude. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like, you send me serial numbers. Okay. Well, yeah. Weird. And I still need to all send you guys your canvases. So. <laughs> well, anyway. So I, I guess, I guess is this it? You tell us. It's your episode. Are you proud of this shit? Would you go I'm on the, the Curse of Karen Mays? I would go on the Curse of Karen Mays just so I could hear Doug's voice dubbing over as Karen because that's like my favorite thing he does. It's this little Karen voice and he does it on everything. <laughs> 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 what do you mean I don't have a pass? I'm, I'm rich, I'm middle-aged, and I'm white. I have more opportunity than most of these people here. You should let me in. And I want to speak to your manager, A-S-S-A-P. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> we are done now with this episode. I'm proud of it. My screen, my green screen has fallen, as everyone can see. The dog is in an uproar. So I think it's time to end it. Well, for you video people out there, I like how the green screen, like, look, Beetle just looks like he's taking a mad shit and he's sitting in your bathroom in the back. So it he looks is. like, yeah, look at that face. <laughs> That was me after eating that Simpsons donut at Universal. Oh so. Yeah, no, I know. I don't eat the donuts, but those little spiral fried potatoes they have. Oh my God. And they put all the seasoning on. I'm like a fiend. Like I was eating potatoes all night. Like, is there oh, a fan yeah. It's like, oh, I love all uh, 2,600 calories taste so good. I know. <laughs> but you're walking a lot, so you're making up for it. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, that was my topic for this week. We have more topics to come for everybody on our Talktober on Slashers Podcast. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, let us know, please. We have a couple of polls on the Spotify right now. So if you like to do polls and press a little button about how you feel, please get on there and do that. So this is Aid on behalf of Jake and Doug. Goodbye and good day.